to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. I'm kicking off the episode with a dream from Nicole that has to do with body swapping with animals, reflecting pools, and unexpected jungle sushi. Oh, and we've got some great catnaps about dad bods. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, wow. Rotting faces. Ooh. Oh, don't like that. Sexier. Psychotic teachers. Frog tea. And creepy crawlies in your walls and drains. And stick around because I am going to be talking about one of the hottest topics in medicine right now, microdosing and how it could help you sleep. All right, bestie, grab that person you want to kiss at midnight for the new year. Brooke, I'm looking at you. (laughs) And let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I... What? I love your p- pigtails today. You have like these adorable piggy tails in. They look curly and you look like you look so cute. Well, thank I you. I love the vibe. Well, I wish it wasn't such a slicked back wet looking vibe, but thanks. It looks cute. <laughs> look adorable. What have you been up to today with well, your gorgeous locks? Oh, I got my hair on grade. No. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love it. <laughs> Ungrade. Uh, <laughs> uh, in full honesty with all of our besties, we're actually recording this before Christmas just so we can get a little yes. holiday break. So, uh, you know, just... Yes. So in the past, me, as you listen to this, is still Christmas stocking, <laughs> stuffing, wrap, doing stuff, and I have wrapping to do. So Okay. Bloop, 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 bloop. Now we're back in the future. Woo! Ooh, it's New Year's <laughs> Eve this weekend. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> so yeah, no, Time just been uh, <laughs> just been doing um, you know, stuff, doing the stuffs, stuff, being busy, being, being busy. all the kinds of busies. But it's good. But it's good. It's and, good. And in all, in in more honesty, we got something wrong this week. You were supposed to do <laughs> the laundry. I got no. Don't say we. <laughs> I got something wrong. Mindy did everything she was supposed to do. <laughs> you were supposed to take the long dream. I was supposed to have the topic. And then we got flip-flopped from the Christmas busyness. So it's going to be a little different. Yeah. I'm going to do the long dream again. And Brooke's going to do the topic. So Woo! But it'll be fun. You guys don't <laughs> it'll care, be, right? It'll be fun. a good time. Don't worry. I promise. We guarantee <laughs> it. Or you get your money back. Guarantee. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started with this dream. We've got one from Nicole, and she's from Houston. Okay. Uh, this one has a title. It's called Body Swiping Abandoned Amusement Park and Creepy Little Child Girl. Ooh, I like this one already. It's going to be good. <laughs> she goes, hi, this is my most bizarre dream ever. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. <laughs> I am running through a jungle with a brown snake wrapped around me. Ugh. Mm-mm. Doesn't start off good. His head is right by my shoulder, and we are speaking, but this doesn't seem strange at all. We are laughing and joyful, <laughs> having a complete blast. 
Wow, it's like best friends who haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> they just oh. run into each other in the jungle. <laughs> oh my God, come sit on my shoulder and talk well, to me. And what's the snake's <laughs> name, Brooke? And the snake is named? Uh, Jose. Jose the snake. Oh, Jose the snake. Been, yeah, He's nice. He's, sweet, He's a nice obviously. one. <laughs> yeah, and definitely not violent. Although the first part of this dream is hard to remember, we're basically going through the jungle and the snake friend of mine is teaching me how to swap consciousnesses with different animals. Whoa. This is to teach me the lessons and the physical experiences of different creatures while allowing them to spend time as a human to better understand us as well. Well, it seems like it's a very good idea. I like this idea. I mean, this dream so far so good. So far, so good. <laughs> we emerge from the jungle and we find ourselves looking across a vast grassland. To our side, following along the tree line, is an elephant. This elephant is barely touching the ground <laughs> with his <What>? tiptoes. <laughs> Tiptoeing elephant. <laughs> it's a tiptoeing. It's, a, it's adorable. Does he have a tutu on? Because I just, I'm just <sighs> picturing like, is that Fantasia or... Yeah, when Dance, the little hippo, were the hippos? hippos. Hippos. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. yes, that's what I'm picturing. But though. still cute. He's flapping his big ears and traveling in a strangely graceful gliding hops. Hops. Sharing a, <laughs> sharing a glance, the snake and I take off towards the pachyderm. I love that Whoa, she uses the proper pachyderm. terms. Are you, are you a zookeeper? Are Nicole? you Nicole? <laughs> Let us know. The elephant threw a startling glance over its shoulder, and the elephant flees. We take <gasps> off in hot pursuit. Oh, no. Why? Ooh. We are led along a merry chase until we finally catch up to him <laughs> in a dilapidated amusement park. The rides are covered in rust and overgrown with creepers. The elephant heads straight for a small, stagnant puddle in an area of broken concrete. To my amazement, he executes a graceful swan dive right into the shallow pool and disappears. Oh, well, that is unusual, to say the least. It's I like feel like this horse. That, that, what was that movie? The horse that like dove. It was like Black Beauty or something like that. Was that it? I don't know, but it was. Uh, that's what it reminded me of. It reminds me of like just a beautiful one of those discovery movies that <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> The documentaries where they're just like it's, watching the animals. In, and it's in slow motion. Of like, course. The elephant's ears are like flapping in the wind like Dumbo. <laughs> and Aww. it just gracefully falls into, into the, the beautiful puddle. pond or I'm, pool. I'm worried it's shallow though. I'm worried it's shallow too, but I have a feeling this isn't the first time he's done it. He walked right <laughs> up to it. He knew where he, he, knew he wanted where to go. He, was, yeah, he knew where he wanted to go. He had a destination. Under the shallow green water is a perfectly circular hole that leads down deep into the darkness. Oh. As I press my face, trying to get a closer look of what's in there, a large gray head of a seal pops out. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> Wait. Okay, we got to go back. Wait. What's the elephant's name? Jose. No, that was a snake. Oh, the snake is Jose. Oh, Who's, what's elef the elephant's name? The elephant's name is Sasha. And the gray seal. Oh, precious. <laughs> I, I see you have a favorite of the animals so far. <laughs> well, I see those big eyes of a oh. seal. So precious so pops out. 
His penetrating inky eyes unnerve me, and I scramble backwards. That's oh, funny. maybe he picked a good one. name. Maybe it's the reason I want the same reason I wanted the, the seal was the eyes. Is the same reason it scared Nicole was the eyes. Mm-hmm. His head disappears back into the water just as I hear a creepy little girl giggling behind me. Mm-hmm. For, did you forget about this part? Because <laughs> I did. Yep. Turning around, I see a girl about the age of six in an old-fashioned, frilly dress, cupping something in her hands. When I ask her what she's got, she opens her hands and holds them up to me, still giggling. In her palms is my friend, the brown snake, Jose. (gasps) Oh, no. He's been chopped. No, Jose, Two little slices. Why would she like, do this? Like sushi rolls. Oh. Jose sushi. Oh, no, Jose. Oh. In the center of each piece, there is an eye staring up at me, moving around. Oh. oh this, this was beautiful. What? This was oh. beautiful until we got to creepy girl. Creepy little giggling girl. I shove the girl away in horror and start screaming, what have you done? I tell her we were going to bring him back to life after the body swap, but now he can't and she's ruined it. I keep insisting we, I'm not sure who I meant by we when I was saying this, were bring him back to life and I'm very distraught. I would be too. He's a good fella. She (laughs) regards me calmly before adopting the creepiest condescending smirk she looks me right in the eyes and says that's not what you're doing at all was it (gasps) and then i woke up (gasps) in a cold sweat and i mean seriously wtf this has to be the most bizarre dream i've ever had i loved it It, (laughs) besides the animal harm (laughs) well yes besides poor jose besides Poor Jose, which we will skip over quickly. (laughs) It was quite fun and adventurous and very visual. Yes, it was. I really like how Jose talks, that he can speak (laughs) and give give her instructions. Very nice way to start. Yes, uh, a teaching moment of the animal Mm -hmm. kingdom. It's Animal best. Kingdom 101, if you will. It's it's almost it's almost like reminiscent of Adam and Eve, you know, showing them the way the serpent, of course, you know, has mm-hmm. to. But Jose twisted it and was a good guy, not he that was. other snake. Yeah, he was not so nice. He Damn was not apple so eating nice. snake. <laughs> this dream starts off really beautiful. I mean, really mm-hmm. high vision of our place in the world, almost. With all these, mm-hmm. and all the different kinds of animals. Yeah. The first, we got to talk about Jose first, because he's <laughs> what you don't expect him to be. You know, not I don't know exactly. if we've ever had a dream where a snake has been a friend. And Never. not I don't something think where so. it's been like a horrible nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like something horrible is happening. No, this, I really do think this might be the first good, friendly snake. Jose, the friendly snake. Oh, I love him. R.I.P. All right. we'll, get to that. we'll get to that part later. But the fact that she just starts this dream with such reverence towards a snake, like they're buddies, yeah. they're teaching each other the way, they're going through the jungle, they're having a good time. She said joyful and laughing. 
And he's teaching her really something that any anyone should be learning. It's kind of like the golden rule, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes. Mm. Oh, you know, it's yes. like treat treat others as you want to be treated. And he's kind of teaching her that by showing her what it's like to be in a squirrel and then what the squirrel feels like as a human. You know, everybody mm-hmm. should try to look at something from a different perspective. Oh, wow. I think that, I think you just nailed the dream overall. I think I agree. <laughs> we then get to the elephant, which... The pachyderm? Is the pachyderm. <laughs> and he's he's a little skittish of this situation. He sees a snake. Mm-hmm. He sees a human. And... Elephants are kind of, I think, a, a bit afraid of other animals. They're Am a little right? skittish. Yeah. No, you're good. The elephant's very cautious. But also... He, he's like, not, like, almost trusting of what's going on. You're absolutely correct, but it feels also like, why was he kind of dancing and tiptoeing? Because at <laughs> first, it seems right. like he's kind of happy. But Showing then all off. of a sudden... Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm the dancing elephant. But then it's I'm like, Sasha, the dancing I'm elephant. Sasha, the dancing Watch me sashay. Sasha, sasha. Sasha, sasha. That could be the theme song when Sasha comes out. But then Sasha takes off. Sasha knows where to go. Like, yeah. doesn't stop to mess around, but at first was really happy. It's almost like she felt the presence, like that girl was coming, and she knew where she had to go to hide. Yes, yes. Deep down in that well of water. Yes. And so when our dreamer, Nicole, gets over to the well and she looks down, she sees another animal, another seal, some complete, talk about three different types of, completely different types of animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Different parts of the, I mean, you're in the jungle and then you're in the Serengeti and then you're in uh, the ocean. The water. Yeah. And they're all very different. Like you said, snakes, elephants, and seals. Doesn't get much. I mean, we've got land, sea, <laughs> and I don't know, trees, arboreal <laughs> snakes, maybe. Oh, could be. <laughs> so then Nicole gets to that reflecting pool, that pool that Sasha jumped so gracefully swan dived into. <laughs> I mean, from does the Sasha high dive. ever stop surprising us? No. <laughs> and you see it throughout history and fairy tales, like, you know, that reflecting pool almost. And that's kind of what yeah. I envisioned it as I read it. It's a reflection on yourself, right? You're like taking she can see her her own self in that pool, right? And and, the, and why the seal? Like, seals are one of those animals that they really don't. They're neutral. They're they're not aggressive animals. No, I mean they're playful. Not, they're enjoying life. They always come across to me when I've seen them as yes. just happy go lucky. <laughs> Unless you are, you know, being chased by like a great white or something. That's dangerous. Th- yes, that's scary time, but. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, as long as you leave them alone, they're not going to bother you. I mean, that's true about anything. But like a seal, why was it the seal that bothered her so much? Because it's like the snake didn't, the elephant right. didn't. So like the snake, which that's would the be exact- the creepiest. Yeah. The elephant's the biggest. Mm-hmm. And then the seal is the one that scares But her. that's the part where the dream totally took a 180. It was when yes. she took a, like almost like a self-reflection. Yes, and is it that this is the way we want the world to be, where we're all understanding and we're all compassionate towards each other. We're all, yes. like you said, being in the other person's shoes. And then when you really self-reflect, is it that she's reflecting and is like, well, maybe I am not that, or maybe I haven't been that in the past, or maybe the yeah. world, it's easy to look at the world cynically. Well, what are we doing to our environment? 
Mm -hmm. are we doing to these animals? What are we doing to each other as humans? And that's the part of the dream that all of a sudden just came crashing down so violently, especially for Jose. Oh, (laughs) that. You know, it, it's it's the ideology of, you know, having a wonderful, peaceful earth and then kind of the realization that it's not, it's not. It's <laughs> not. And we contribute to it. Yes. We contribute to it. We are the cause, actually, not just contributors. We Yeah. We are the cause that things are, we're destroying our planet and the animals that live in it. And so, Nicole, I think your, my, your mind's just probably... Making woke, you woke. Oh no, she <laughs> then she woke up, Brooke. Then she woke up. Oh my god! <laughs> but maybe that's a good thing, you know. Maybe we each have to wake up and understand yeah. what we're doing that, to each other and what we're doing to this planet. And Nicole's just ahead of the curve. She is. I mean, everybody says they know, like I said, the golden rule, but we all know it. Where you just need to really start following it, and that means. Putting yourself in animals' shoes, putting yourself in rainforest shoes, you know, like any kind of thing that Put we Put yourself can in galoshes before you go, because, you know, when your feet get wet, it's, it's muddy, not comfortable. Muddy, and there's spiders. But maybe there are friends, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Yes, let's not judge anymore. We don't know. <laughs> spiders are our friends. <laughs> we have to take care of each other. I think that's what this dream is telling us, and we have to take yes. care of our planet. And I, I just think it's... It's a very high level dream that your your brain's just processing and Nicole, I think it was an awesome dream to share. So thank you it was. so much for writing that in. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey bestie. Hey, 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 I know you can hear me out there. As they take you know, out their headphones, like yeah, as they're like, We're done. We're done. <laughs> Fast forward fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing a dream is the best thing you can do and telling a friend is the best thing you can do to help our show. But guess what? I say best a lot. And I think you all know that. And there are other best things you can do. <laughs> you can go to revelations.com slash support and find about everything you need to know about the show. You can buy merch. You can join our Facebook group and you can be part of our sleepover squad, which is yes. just the most fun. all all you have to do is put on some slippers ear jams mm-hmm. and go to slash support thank you as we're creeping up on the new year mm. let's reflect on all those amazing catnaps that are that are, are are forming in your mind that have yet to be written oh my goodness as you sleep Please tonight come to us <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's catnap time which means Bessie, this is where we read a bunch of your dreams, real quick, short, sweet, one sentence, or dream stories, and we don't analyze them, we just have fun telling your dreams. So, yes, let's begin. This is Kristen, and she's from Annapolis. Hmm. I dreamt that I was at a table with a bunch of other people. They were drawing names for a raffle prize for a trip. Yes. Yes, I want want my raffle ticket. (laughs) I never win those damn things. Um, no, never. The names they drew were going to move on to the final round. I didn't have a name in the draw because I hadn't met the requirements, so I'm not sure why I was even there. (laughs) It reminded me of a tea party because they had an assortment of teas on the table. Okay. The hostess came by and said that there was still some frog tea left if anyone wanted to try it. Nah, Mm, good. I don't think 
I would say I'd, yes. I'd rather have an entry into the raffle than yes. try some frog tea. And I have the raffle ticket. Unless it's a lifetime supply of frog tea, <laughs> then I don't, then then I don't, I don't want to. No. Then I don't Good. need to enter. <laughs> <laughs> she emptied the contents of a packet into the cup in front of me on the table and added hot water and stirred it. The tea was oh murky, milky color, and mm. there were kernels of fresh corn floating in it. <laughs> so, so cool. What the corn? <laughs> what the corn is going on? What the cornhole is going on here? I ordered frog tea, not corn tea. <laughs> oh, God. And I don't even think she ordered the frog tea. No. <laughs> oh, at first I wasn't interested, but then I became curious about what it could possibly taste like. <laughs> Curiosity killed Just... the cat, though. <laughs> Curiosity might have killed the Kristen. <laughs> Just as I, I think this is frog tea. It just comes oh. with corn, a side of corn, and with kernels of corn. It must be the garni. <laughs> it's, it's so gross. <laughs> At first, I wasn't interested, but then I became curious about what it could possibly taste like. Just as I was reaching for the cup, I woke up. Now oh, I'll never right. know what frog tea tastes like. <laughs> Probably for the best, Kristen. Probably yeah, for the I best. I think so. <laughs> frog tea. Raffles. Have you, ever, have you ever won anything in a raffle? I did. Once in my life. And what did it's, you win? I hope it was fat. Was it frog tea? It was... It was frog tea, and I and was it tasted 12, and like it was fantastic. <laughs> Tastes like corn. <laughs> of course, it did. Corn and chicken. <laughs> no, I won a raffle once in my life, and it was for Capri Camp. Do you remember that? It's oh. a local cosmetology school in our town. Yes. And you got to go for a week, and they would like. <gasps> Teach you how to do hair on the mannequin heads and oh, makeup. Fun. And then the last day was like we invited our parents and we had to do this fashion show and it was so it's it pretty like cool. Amazing. How old were you? Oh, I and it was like the perfect age for me to be as like eleven or twelve yes. or something like You're this. You're getting it was, into makeup and hair. You just start. And to- then the one day they taught us how to do like wounds like hosti you know like so it oh, looked like you had a cut on your arm that is a really good yeah, it was a really good so if it was only once in my life it was a good one and i loved it so how about you did you ever win a bike or anything <laughs> no um i did no no <laughs> growing up there was like a home show that would come to like our local you know arena like, like the it's like a home improvement you know um oh what do they call it convention kind of yeah like, convention okay you have like yeah. different vendors there like you can get oh you can see siding and you can order windows and you can see stuff yeah. to make your house improvements so my parents always liked going and you know you get some free stuff you know you get one of those little bags and you get pen swag or whatever yeah i'm walking around and i i enter a contest i don't even remember what the company <laughs> how was. old were you wait how old were you a- about the same age it had to be about 11 <laughs> ish <laughs> And this, yeah, it would have been like 1991-ish. Our luck ended in 91. Must have. (laughs) (laughs) And about a week later, we get a phone call, and I won a cordless phone. (laughs) 
Wow, back Which was then? huge back then. Back then, that is a pretty, pretty swanky prize. It was, and I was so excited. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put this in my room. I'm going to have my own <laughs> line. And my parents are like, no, it's going in nope. the kitchen. I was like, but <laughs> <laughs> my parents had to go pick it up, like, you know, from the business or whatever. And I just thought I was so excited. I just thought I was like going to get my own phone line, which, hey, young, and back in the day, having yeah, your own phone line was deal. like huge. Like you were super uber popular, especially if you had yep. your own phone number in the phone book. Like, oh my, I, I didn't wow. have either of those things. Neither did I. I did get a phone in my room at one point, which was, was a, a big shared deal. Line. Yeah. But it was a shared line. But it didn't yeah. exist. Like they had to drill. Like it was a big kind of like cool thing. Oh. Like we're going to put a, you know. Just run the line. It? Run the line through to the two bedrooms that, you know, didn't have Ooh. them upstairs. And one of them was mine. So well, <laughs> we I never we, got it. We got to enjoy that, Mindy, together, that well, phone line. Our, Many my times. family enjoyed a cordless phone. <laughs> Thank you, Mindy. <laughs> I think that's like the best thing I ever won. Other than that, I I, I can't recall. Anything yeah, else I can't really good. either. I mm-hmm. just remember we both we we did well. We did well Not with bad. the raffles that we won. Yeah, I feel like I just <laughs> gonna go en- go and enter a bunch of them because you never know. Yes, you, you never, never know. know. Just throw a buck down, buy that ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. I've got a dream from Kelly, and Kelly is one of our besties from Australia. Hi, Kelly. And she tiles this one. The Lego Dragon. Oh. Last night I had three hours of sleep. <laughs> From Sound familiar? Yep. From 3.30 sure to 6.30 a.m. when my alarm went off. I'm trying to remember as much about my dream as I can, but it's been slipping away because of how tired I am. Oh, Makes no. Makes sense. Yep. I do remember being deliriously happy getting organized for my wedding. I was in a <laughs> wedding dress, but I can't remember any details. My fiancé was with me, so we weren't superstitious about seeing each other beforehand. We were just sharing in our joy. I have no idea who I was marrying. (laughs) I just recall him wearing a blue button-up shirt, and he was tall with a bit of a dad bod happening, (laughs) which is totally fine with me. (laughs) Love it. I love that she added that part. Oh, my God. (laughs) There was a balcony overlooking the ocean and a cliff off in the distance. My fiancé had to go get our ride ready to take us to the wedding. I kissed him goodbye and remember being so happy I was dancing and smiling when he left. Oh, that's so sweet, love. I had gifts for him, including a power board so he can plug in lots of things at once. And I think an iPad. (laughs) I'll take it. <laughs> I also had lingerie in emerald green. <laughs> oh, very specific. <laughs> so specific, Kelly. Emerald but not, green. But not Ooh, sexy like- wedding night stuff. More romantic date with a soulmate lingerie. <laughs> well, oh, my God. And what a brave color. Emerald green <laughs> under a white wedding dress. <laughs> well, you just got to get some matching emerald green Boxers for that dad bod. Get him those panties he needs. Those little mm-hmm. <laughs> boxer briefs. Little, like little cup. cup <laughs> I don't know. A banana, a banana hammock. A banana hammock. Emerald green. It can match. It'd be so cute. Oh my God. It would be great. She finishes by saying While I was getting those wrapped, I heard him arrive with our ride. I look out over the balcony and I see him down on the lawn. 
along with all of our wedding guests. Seated uncomfortably on the back of an enormous pink and red Lego dragon. <laughs> That's a way to exit a wedding. What do you throw at that? <laughs> like, rice, bubbles, confetti. Small rodents. <laughs> Small rodents. I, could, I couldn't wait to get down there and fly off to our wedding. But before I could, my alarm woke me up. Oh, no. Talk about arriving in style. That is top of the pops. That is as cool as it gets. <laughs> um, everyone should do the wedding in their own way. And I think, Kelly, that is an amazing entrance. Perfect. And the guy sounds I great. Was, yeah. I mean, we don't know who he is, catch, but he sounds total great. Catch. Um, total catch. His, his, <laughs> name's, his name's Brad. Oh, there you go. And you he go. loves Legos and green lingerie. So, Kelly. You did good. He loves organizing power electronics, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you had a good be. one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jeremy from Connecticut. Okay. I had many from Connecticut, so that's exciting. Connecticut, I know. I was like, CT in the house. And that's what he wrote, CT. <laughs> did he put it in the house? No, I added that part. Oh, but that would be cool. <laughs> I had a bad sleep last night and end up having a very vivid dream. In the dream, I was stuck in a rundown boarding school and needed someone to come get me to be able to leave. My partner shows up and then tells me he doesn't want to take me and he's been sleeping around and prefers to keep doing what? that instead. Oh, rude. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> He leaves, and then I basically am locked up in this school with no way to oh. escape. The other and heartbroken. Is, and heartbroken. Like, that was not even, like, a gentle letdown. That was, That's like... like, I'm sleeping with other people, harsh, and uh, I'm not going to save you. <laughs> harsh. <laughs> Very harsh. The other people at this school were all my coworkers, and then one of them tried to sleep with me. This is this is one crazy boarding school. <laughs> I know I'm vulnerable and I just broke up with my boyfriend, but um, um, I'm not feeling it. I just don't need a no, rebound yet. Not it's only yet. Been it's 10 only minutes. been like, yeah, it's only been like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't read into my dreams at all, but I can't get rid of this heavy feeling in my chest. It feels like it actually happened. But I don't want to bring it up to Aww. my partner because oh. I think I'll sound crazy. Oh, Jeremy, no. it's a dream. Tell do your it. partner. He'll probably get a kick out of what a dick he was to you. And then you can maybe <laughs> get like a Ooh. dinner out of him or yeah, something. Yeah, good point. Look, I love the way you think. Smart, 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 girly. so do diabolical. <laughs> Damn, you oh cheated on me in your dream. I'm awfully hungry for <laughs> a lobster. <great> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or both. <laughs> oh, surf and turf. Let's make definitely it make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Smile times. Next, we got a dream from Alyssa from Lincoln, Nebraska. And this one's titled, A Dream About a Strict Teacher. Ooh. Poor teachers this time of year. You know, they're just, they're, they are so ready for this break. They deserve this and break. And the kids have checked out like two weeks ago. You know, I can't imagine how they can hold anyone's attention. Oh. Alyssa says, about two weeks ago, I had a dream about a really strict teacher. 
I was in a class that looked similar to a college auditorium class, but it was much smaller. The chairs were in a circular row, and I was on the left side. There was a big projector, and it was nighttime. The teacher was saying something, and I remember giggling with the girl next to me about it. (laughs) The teacher told me to please be quiet and said something else rude. I remember then I whispered to the girl next to me saying, this bitch is crazy. I think I'm going to drop this class. <laughs> I'm going to go get a drop slip. <laughs> I don't need Art 101. I heard this was an easy, an easy A. <laughs> so she called her a crazy bitch. The teacher got furious and started yelling. I denied that I said it. And then she threatened to kill me and sexually assault me. Oh, well, that's, that's that stepping just, over the line. That just jumped up a few notches. <laughs> I mean, keep, keep your hands off students. In always. Um, in always. In always. And, and just keep your eyes off of them, too. No eye contact. Don't look <laughs> at anywhere on their body. Just be your strict teaching self. If she fails your class, she fails your class. Yeah. it to you. I ran out of the classroom, and throughout the whole dream, I was running from the teacher and throughout the entire school. The <gasps> school was huge, and in some instances, I could see her chasing me, but then I disappear. Then, all I remember is spending time in another room on the school campus with a bunch of students. I think I was having fun and was at peace, finally. (laughs) One of the students encouraged me to go back to the classroom to the teacher and apologize. Apologize? No. (laughs) Not if she's chasing you and it wants to assault you. Sexually assault you? No. She threatened you in front of the whole class. Run classroom. to the dean's office, first of Run all. Run home! Just keep running! File a complaint. Get her bitchy ass fired. God. And then go ahead. And then be fine and peaceful and happy. But don't listen to that stupid friend that's telling you to apologize. But this stupid friend then said, her and another friend would come with me. I reluctantly mm. went back to the classroom. Oh, no. And said sorry. No! And the teacher accepted my apology and still lectured me not to do it again. <gasps> oh, this, I don't like this one. I don't like it. Alyssa. This is like Warren Jeff's like FLDS cult oh, stuff, yeah. you know, like where it's like you you have to apologize. For some, yes. For, you know, some mistake some older man made. Yeah, you know, don't oh, like it. Mm-hmm. I, don't like, I, don't, I don't like it. Mm-mm. She does finish up with one sentence that says, I've never really had a strict teacher before, and I was never scolded for doing something like that. From Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa. I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't apologize for other people's bad behaviors. Exactly. Uh, that exactly. should go on a t-shirt. That should go on a t-shirt. Whoo, this one's a little heavy. Oh, not another one. <laughs> Rob from San Francisco shares that he had this bad dream last night. I was in this granite room about the size of a small bedroom. Okay. I can't recall if it had a door or not. In this room, there were exactly two things. A granite slab about the size of a bed and the fireplace also made out of granite. Uh, I mean, I like modern, but that seems a little too modern. That seems a little too cold. (laughs) In the fireplace, there was a dead body wearing a devil mask. Oh. That warms it up a little bit. I mean, got (laughs) the fire going. I mean, it does make sense. He's going to be in the fireplace. 
No surprise there. (laughs) He's comfy there. It's his type of temperature. He's like, perfect. I'm actually a little chilly. (laughs) Can you turn it up a little? (laughs) Oh, okay. I kneeled before the fireplace and said, you ain't nothing. A few times. <laughs> Does he, is he trying to really get into character? And he's just saying it in different ways. Like, you ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. See? You good job. ain't nothing. I mean, there's plenty but, of... I think that's what he was really trying to get into character. Of Yeah. He goes, um, director, think, sir, What what's my motivation? I've got, a few o- I've got a few options for you. Let's roll through. <laughs> <laughs> you! Director. Eight. Directors love it. Nothing. <laughs> Did you hear me? You ain't nothing. As, as he's sweating because he's just too close to the fireplace. His face is and like no, melting. And that's the only words being said, but it's just all different ways. <laughs> okay. Poor Rob. So after yelling at you ain't nothing a few times, <laughs> which caused the devil mask to open as if it was hinged to the body's head, not unlike a door, revealing the rotting face. I don't like it. Of myself. Oh, what a twist. You are something. You are something. Cover it up. Is that close the door? You are. You are. are, are, I'm getting at something all at the same time. Just close your face door. (laughs) Close your face door, please. I don't want to see your rotting face door please self. close it and oh. lock it okay, make sure you use the deadbolt <laughs> deadbolt your face back together please deadbolt your face back i can't it's just too much i was i was quite afraid as one might imagine through the whole ordeal i still remember how my shoulders shivered and then i woke up still shivering yeah i bet oh that's a that's a, not a great one. I would say turn up the heat, but I don't I don't know that. No, Devil's no. like still comfy. Devil's still comfy like, with my face door. Still good. My face door is on fleek. <laughs> so weird. So weird. <laughs> this next one comes from Lauren from Downing, Missouri. Okay. And this is a this is a sweet short one, so I think you'll like it. Okay. I had a dream in which I was reclining on a chair. And I was approached by a small white bird. Mm. I can't say exactly what it was. A chicken, a goose, a duck. I don't know. But it quickly <laughs> grew in size until it was nearly as big as me. Yikes. And then it hugged me with his wings. Oh. I felt comforted and at peace in the dream. And then I woke up. That's a lovely dream. It's just a hug from a, from Somebody. a poultry. Poultry hug. A poultry hug, but Everyone obviously deserves. it's from somebody she loves. Yeah, it could be. You can yeah, tell. Especially that was white. That's an interesting point. I'm just real quick, interesting point. Yeah, it has to be someone thinking about her. I think so. That's a nice one. Hugs. Rachel from Jacksonville shares with us, I don't know what I was doing earlier, but I ended up in a place I've seen before. It was an area that was under construction, but you were allowed to enter. There was a set of escalators and a set of stairs, but the escalators were frozen over. So they were just stairs? So they were just... (laughs) They were also just stairs. So more stairs, really, is what we're saying. Okay. (laughs) Now, are you the type of person 
who walks upstairs escalators or do you just let it do the work oh 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 i thought you meant if there's an option between you know there's usually okay let's answer both questions if there's escalator and stairs what are you taking escalator absolutely and are you a walk (laughs) up the escalator type or just let it take you traveling up i'm a both to be honest it depends on how long i've been traveling because this (laughs) is usually where i see an escalator is during Those traveling. walking pedestrian things in the, oh, in the airport. I will yes, and I will have to get by some Anybody people. But it? if it's been like a long day, sometimes I'm like, I need this five seconds just to lean on here and rest. Yeah. But I, I I am a same walker, but I will rest. Yeah, every I get time. it. Same every same. once in a while. Yeah. yeah. So I see escalators <sighs> and stairs. Escalators Sorry. and stairs, but they're frozen over, so they're probably slippery. Well, dangerous. Slick. Get throw, your salt. Some, throw some salt on there. <laughs> For I our besties who may not be in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Maybe, maybe we, we should, should explain, explain the salt thing. Because I know there's a lot of like people who live in the Southwest or the yeah. West Coast that are like, what? Salt. Us in the Midwest will have a bag of salt usually in our garage or <laughs> And this somewhere. is not like salt you put on food. This is like big no. industrial oh, yeah. salt like, pellets. The, the size of the pellets at least like a, a half inch size pellets like of hail. salt like hail like hail like small hail yeah. yeah and so when it gets icy and you can't get the ice off you throw just handfuls of salt on your driveway on your stoop on your steps on your sidewalk under your car under your tires it kind of melts tires. the snow and yeah. ice mm-hmm. melts it well actually it raises the temperature of the melting point <laughs> So. Oh, Mindy, here we go. I'm so impressed. <laughs> I love that yeah, you said like... that. <laughs> so I took the stairs. <laughs> I was with a small group of people. I don't remember who, but this room we went into was all frozen over. Let it I remember. Go. Let it go. <laughs> is it? Uh... I don't know. I do not know if they, is there any relation? <laughs> Elsa and Anna. Oh, uh, <laughs> speaking of like Frozen in that movie, I, as I've gotten older, I've been crying in a lot more movies. I don't know why. <laughs> I I don't know hormones. Your hormones change. are changing. And so yeah. when I took the kids to Frozen, when they were, oh, this was like even ten years ago, when I took the kids to Frozen, and it's the story of the sisters. Aww. I was bawling my eyes out during the end of that movie when the sister <laughs> sees the other sister. But I, I think we have a hashtag here. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to, the great, the Oh, I mean, we could, wow, there's two. I mean, really, they're both oof. extremely talented. Yeah, I've Go got on. one in mind. Do you want to see if we say the same one? Yes. Hashtag. hashtag what, what does, does Kristen, Kristen Chenoweth Chen- 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 <laughs> Talk about a Broadway Diva. A powerhouse. I mean, she's she's three on. feet tall and has like, the voice of I a mean, giant. The strongest a giant. Yes. yes. It's just tiny the most amazing. Voice. I don't know if that's a compliment. Really, I don't know if anyone's ever written that in a review, but that's well, what I'm going with. I mean, it is pretty amazing what she can do and I love her. Oh, yes, and, and Yay, just being Kristen, cold and frozen. Yes. Oh please. I bet it's I bet it's not Ice World. I'm just guessing. I hope. I hope not. I hope. May I bless you with only working escalators this holiday season. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kristen, let us know. Babe, let us know. I remember knowing that it was a series of rooms that went down underground an unknown number of times. 
no one knew how far down it went. Hmm. Each floor you go down gets progressively colder and more Ew. frozen over. My nightmare. Nope. I don't like I'm cold. a summer girl. I don't like, I don't like going down nope. in the ground. <laughs> Evil. I remember being on the second floor down, and it was pretty much sub-zero. The rooms have zero lighting, so the only way about is by torch. There were other people exploring this place at the time, too, but I didn't interact with them. These rooms were empty. Each room was literally a set of stairs and escalators. Well, shit. With the escalators always being completely frozen over and unusable. I now, cannot I never s- get out of this level of whatever game I, we're playing. I am keep dying and respawning down. in the same goddamn spot. Place. I don't <laughs> want to find out how many floors it goes down. I don't care. Just start going you, up. Stairs you, work both ways, whether the escalators <laughs> are working or not. <laughs> good point. Good point. Get out. That's what I say. Now, I never saw any type of monster or creature per se, but I always had this unnerving feeling while I was Mm. there that something lived there (sighs) or something was watching us. No. I had a feeling that the further down you went, the more answers to the questions that you had about this place would be answered. I don't need to know any answers. I am going back up the stairs. The only answer I need to know is if I go back up, can I get out? (laughs) <laughs> is, is up this That's way? It. I'm going that way. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Is there an elevator? Might be a little faster. <laughs> oh, it's probably frozen. <laughs> Damn it. Um, including if there's a monster. Mm. The dream ended abruptly in this ice place, and I don't know what happened after that. I don't need to know. I'm not. Well, Rachel, I, I'm, I'm not I'm going further down. I don't want to. I don't really want to know if there's a monster. That'd probably scare me even more. Yeah, just get the fuck out of there. Just, just get- out. Out. G- G-T-F-O. Get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Kristen Tenworth, like I want to, like I say, I just could put her in my pocket, I feel like. like She would be the perfect so pocket pal. Like yeah, she I'll put her in your purse and she just, just hangs over the edge. She would have mimosas with you on a Sunday brunch. Oh my gosh, She would this. totally go shopping. Oh my God! She is okay. gonna. She'd tell off anyone who tried to fuck with you. That's for sure. Because even though she's hey, short and tiny and cute, she's got she's a voice. A powerhouse. A powerhouse. And you know what? I feel like this needs to happen. We gotta call her up because <laughs> I want. I want to go to mimosas. One eight. <laughs> yeah. Kristen, mimosas, Channel dreams, with. dreams, and mimosas with us. We'll buy. We'll buy. We'll even buy bottomless mimosas. Promise. Yes. Just as long as you dream. only have two. That's all the money we have. <laughs> It's all the money that this podcast makes a month can afford a two and, and Brooke and, and I are not, splitting one of them. I was like, we're splitting one. <laughs> can you pour this into two separate glasses? Can we get an extra glass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This next, this last one, we're on our last one. This one comes from Lizzie from Los Angeles. I had the weirdest dream the other night. I dreamt I walked into a pink tiled room. And Love the it. tiles. Sh- do you? And the tiles had tons of black specks on them. Hmm. I start to think it- they might be rat or roach poop when I direct my attention to a drain cover in the middle of the room. I see something Ew, squirm. Don't open it. I see something squirm its <laughs> way through the drain openings. I think it's a wet, fuzzy thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. <laughs> Are you feeling uncomfortable, like Bestie? So, yeah. I don't like it. 
until I realize what's coming through the drain are very small, wet birds. What? They are different colors. Black, tan, yellow, cream. They are all angry and squawking. They're all angry. They're like, I would be too. How they end up down there? How the fuck did we get in this pipe? I'm angry. I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) And they are angry and squawking. I start screaming, and some man I can't identify comes to help. That's nice. See, like a bird catcher. I don't like that some random dude just shows up in the bathroom, though. Well, she doesn't say it's a bathroom. It's just a tiled room. Oh, I guess. But there's a drain. It could be a mortuary. It could be. That makes me even more scared that a creepy man (laughs) walks in. (laughs) I move into another room and the same thing. Black specks everywhere. Hmm. This time, ants start crawling out of the cracks of the floor and the walls. (laughs) I run to the next room. Mm Mm-mm. What's going to be Third there? room. <laughs> no. I see black specks again, but no critters. Okay. Mm. So I just got to cleaning the room. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it? She finishes with, I wonder if this is a progression type dream. What's interesting here is the progression from responding in absolute fear to just getting the job done. Gotta clean the room. <laughs> Lizzie, I think you nailed the from fear to growth, right? I you nailed right. it. Everyone knows their own dreams better than we do. I think you got an excellent take on this one. But ew, wet birds. I mean Could you imagine the I, smell? I can't imagine I don't that be in smell any good. Other rooms. No, I don't except for maybe the last one didn't have anything in it. I think that clean one it, over. Though. Yeah, that's almost worse. I'd rather have the I wet birds. Know. Not like clean mold. Not ants. What <sighs> birds? Uh, I'm not so afraid of birds. No, but as the I fact that they're other. like angry and they're wet and there's a lot of them and they're coming out of a drain. Do you, do you think they're like the dogs? Like, you know, dogs shake to get all the wetness out of them. They're just like flapping their wings really angrily. I bet they would the water be. Off. be like, motherfucker. Oh, I don't know. I just had Thanks. a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> I just really flew really, really fast right behind a jet engine. Oh, man. Thanks, Lizzie. Thank you. Thank you. And, I, and by the way, her name is spelled L-I-Z-Z-E, which I think Oh, I like it. Thank you so much to Nicole for always keeping us on our toes and surprising us with a twist in a dream that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing and all over the board with our catnaps. We had a great time. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. I felt like... <laughs> happy with the the aviation bird hog and then i felt very creeped out by the door face and the door face yeah oh it it was all over so enjoy but great (laughs) great before we dive into this topic i just want to remind everyone out there that we are not medical professionals so please we're not professionals in any way in any way this is for pure entertainment (laughs) please Please speak to your healthcare provider before attempting any of the therapies that we speak about tonight. So, Mindy, there's a hot new trend I'm sure you've heard about called microdosing. Are you familiar with this process at all? I've heard of it, yes. Well, 
Basically, so psychedelic drugs have been capturing the attention of doctors and patients for forever. their potential, forever, long-lasting improvements in mental health that are resistant to different treatments for depression, PTSD, things like that. So basically, microdosing is taking a fraction of a dose. So it's not getting you... It's not what you would take if you wanted to like trip or get high mm-hmm. and hallucinate. It's just a microdose. And with the psychedelics, it em- enhances your mood, your creativity, your concentration, your productivity. And other benefits could be that, you know, just from being happier, they're healthier. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to look in with microdosing, because I've only really heard about it for treatment of like depression, PTSD. And I recently saw someone do it, not live, but on a show, and it was so fascinating. So I thought, hey, I wonder if this microdosing thing, if it's been explored in the sleep world or the dream world. To help people sleep? To help help people sleep. Yeah, okay. So led by, you know, a growing body of research, we're seeing a shift in how these substances are perceived and their potential Mm -hmm. therapeutic benefits. So one practice of microdosing, consuming that small amount, like LSD or mushrooms, the people that go through this process claim an array of benefits from heightened creativity to improve mental well-being. Mm-hmm. But like I said, what about sleep? According to a groundbreaking, it's called Phase 1 clinical trial conducted oh, phase by... Phase 1. Phase 1. Mm. Mind Biotherapeutics microdosing LSD just might be the key to a longer, more restful night's sleep. Wow. So the microdosing revolution and sleep, unchartered territory, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. It's remained largely unexplored until recently. And the impact of microdosing on sleep, there's that relationship between sleep and our mental well-being, which Mm -hmm. we kind of said. Of course. So could this microdosing provide the extra push for a more restful night's sleep? I'm just curious how it affect, I mean, I know it's micro, microdosing, but yes, how, does it affect what levels in, of sleep you're in? Because, right, you know, we've talked about the stages of sleep, yes. REM sleep versus deep sleep. So does it, does it push you to one level more than another? And I'm sure this may be what you're getting to or is still in research that has to be done, but that I'm very curious about. Maybe. Okay, I'll just (laughs) let you keep talking. (laughs) Um, So the Mind Biotherapeutics embarked on that landmark phase one, providing 80 healthy adults, male male volunteers, over a course of Hmm. six weeks, these participants either received an LSD microdose or a placebo. Interesting. Now the findings, an extra 24 minutes of sleep. I know that doesn't sound like much. But it can um, be. But it can be. Especially for you who doesn't sleep more than an right. hour. The next 24 like, minutes is like twice as much sleep I as you get. We'll take it. 50%. Yeah. Um, so the re- results were illuminating. Participants in the LSD group slept an extra 24.3 minutes the following night after taking a microdose compared okay. to the placebo group. This increase in sleep time kind of seems marginal. But in the realm of sleep research, it's considered significant. Oh, okay. Um, a mere 20-minute increase in sleep can have a profound impact on sleep quality and subsweet. And subsweet. 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 
It's not only if you can make them into a rap. Sub sweep, sub sweep, sub sweep, sub sweep, and sub. You're still not gonna get it right. Have a profound impact on sleep quality and overall health. There, you just edit it out. Perfect. Edit it right the fuck out. Twenty four minutes though. That does seem like that. I feel like that's a significant amount of extra. Especially sleep. like what type? Depending on like, like you said, what stage? You know, and like. Hmm. It is. That's a quarter of an hour. I mean, that's and like a power nap what, added on to the end of your sleep. Yeah, I think that yes. sounds great. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the extended slumber did not disrupt participants' physical activity levels, nor did it significantly alter the ratio of time spent in each sleep stage, which okay. includes oh. deep, light, Oh, so you REM, answered my question. Loved it. And awake stages. So it's just equally okay. balanced out. Like it's like a normal sleep cycle. It just yes, increased it, the time. Okay, fascinating. Yes. Okay. Interestingly, these benefits were only noted the night after microdosing. Mm. The night of the dose itself saw no changes in sleep duration. Wow. Now, this is a crucial detail that might inform future microdosing protocols, emphasizing the importance of an off day for rest between doses so it's kind of like you know rest day for when you work out yeah so you need to have a rest between the doses Mm. another finding was that participants in the lsd group went to bed approximately 25 minutes earlier wow the night after microdosing however there were no significant shifts in their wake-up times. So this indicates that microdosing LSD not only extends sleep duration, but also encourages an early transition to wow. sleep. Okay. So you're getting it both ends. You're getting it from sucks. both sides. Extra sleep is extra sleep. <laughs> so a little refresher for our new besties out there. Understanding sleep. There's REM sleep, deep sleep, and light sleep. So light sleep is the stage between kind of wakefulness and sleep. So your heart rate and breathing slow and your mu- muscles start to relax. It's easier to wake up, to be like, hear a sound and wake up when you're in the light yes. sleep, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Deep sleep, this is the stage that is crucial for physical restoration. Yes, your brain cells are just tissues and stuff. brain cells grow and repair and energy is restored. So it's also important because hormones are released for growth and development. Hmm. Deep sleep's big one. Very important. And then the last one is My REM favorite. sleep. Remolations, get it? Oh. Oh, finally. You know, there's one bestie out there oh. that goes, oh. Oh, no, it makes sense. <laughs> I get it. And we it. love you for it. We love you. We do. Most dreaming occurs during REM. This stage is vital for memory consolidation and learning. Mm-hmm. 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 So an optimal balance of these sleep stages is essential for good quality sleep. Yeah. Um, and while this study found that the LSD microdosing didn't significantly alter the distribution of these stages, like we said, it's worth noting that participants did experience an extra eight minutes of REM sleep which oh. is a critical stage for memory and mood regulation. Ooh, and we so, want to know what catnap you had on your LSD dream. Oh, my God. Please. I want to hear all about it. Oh. It's going to be bananas. It's, gonna have, <laughs> it's having poultry hug you. It's going to be about <laughs> slippery escalators. <laughs> oh, wait. Man, that's just our regular dream. <laughs> oh, no, no. Those are just, just regular. everyday things. Yeah. 
So implications basically for mental health yeah. condi- conditions and future directions. And that's where we're wanting to see how microdosing mm-hmm. can help sleep because it's so much related to mental health issues. Yeah. So the, these are promising results and they could open new therapeutic avenues for mood disorders, including major depressive disorder, where sleep disturbances are very common. A multitude of studies confirms that close relationship between sleep and mental health, like we just said, mm-hmm. enhanced sleep duration and quality could mitigate symptoms of me- mental health disorders yeah. and mm-hmm. inversely effectively manage these disorders and could lead to improved sleep. So it's kind yeah. of fascinating. It is. You know, it's on the verge of being so popular for one thing, but now it's like, can we what use else it can be something used? else? Yeah. What else? And, yeah, and that's I, the thing. It's like it's in the infancy of these clinical trials and studies. It's only yeah. in the next five, ten years will we really understand it's the benefits. I mean, you think about like the marijuana, you know, yeah. experiments and things that they've done that you know, how it can help with yes. cancer patients and things like that. And Medicinal, how long it yeah, took absolutely. to realize like arth- arthritis and the benefits of something like that in small doses. Yeah. I, I think this is a fascinating topic. Yeah. I think it's going to be a major breakthrough. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's going to take a little time, but, um, but one you know, of the Brookie, most co- she's on the forefront of the medical news <laughs> journals. She's sitting you there scanning me. it every day. Like, I've got mm. my Google alerts out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. One of the most common mental disorders, of course, is depression. And that's also often linked to sleep problems. Insomnia can be a precursor to depressive episodes. Mm. And that REM stage is crucial for mood regulation. So it's often disrupted in people with depression leading to that poor quality of sleep. So like we said, these LSD microdosing, approximately eight minutes more of REM. Wow. And if 23 minutes was considered like significant, eight minutes during REM has to be just... I cannot wait to see where these studies go. I know. I'm so excited. Because I feel like my dreams go on for hours sometimes. Yeah. Like, but they they are, like, REM cycles are extremely short as it is. Yes. But... As you Eight live minutes. through them in your mind, they seem to go on and on and For on. For years. They're, they're decades long. So it, it is amazing She's, how how much... Eight minutes, you can have multiple dreams in that eight minutes, that's for sure. I mean, good, restful, restorative. Yeah. Again, basically, anxiety, anxiety disorders, same thing, you know, often associated with difficult sleeping. And so there's other beneficial approach to managing anxiety and promoting better sleep with that as well. PTSD is another mental health condition that disrupts sleep. Also ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity Mm. disorder. So there's so many things they're looking into that are not only helping the core problem, but also the problems associated with sleep related to that specific mental health issues. But aside from these specific mental health disorders, improved sleep is also essential for overall (laughs) mental health and well-being. We all know a good night's sleep can enhance cognitive abilities such as memory and focus, promote emotional stability, Mm -hmm. and even boost creativity. So there's basically a compelling argument for incorporating um, wearable devices, which I think you do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these sleep monitoring trials. And basically, they plan on using that for the 
upcoming phase two yes, of the microdosing of patients with um, major depressive disorder. Yeah. And here's the part that you're going to like, because this is oh, what seemed most interesting boy. for you, is the extra sleep garnered by microdosing LSD could be a game changer, not just for individuals seeking better rest, but for broader therapeutic applications. Like we said, you get a little of the beginning, a little in the end, and mm-hmm. a little in the middle. You're just... Just those small amounts can make such a huge difference. And obviously, they're in very early research. But it really is, I think, a fascinating frontier in medicine. It's been around forever. That's the thing. Like, these type of drugs have been used and has have been around for been- thousands of years. You think about like mushrooms, things like that. Those yeah. are ancient culture things. You yes. can have some dude high on shrooms that, are, that comes down and be like, oh, I saw a vision of this, this, and this. And the whole kingdom does something different because of that. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, it is. The more we understand it, the more beneficial I think it can be. Yeah, it's like, who knows what other mysteries we may unravel. (laughs) As the world of science expands its horizons, it's clear that the potential of LSD microdosing is just beginning so i'm fascinated to watch it mm-hmm. happen before our very eyes so. yes very interesting great job I, and that was a very very interesting topic and you went sciencey which is i did I can you believe it but you went you went sciencey i love it you i did, did i usually don't go fabulous but. job i give your report an a plus thank you, ah! <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> and a gold star oh yay. yes good job good job oh that was fun all right, chit chat. Chitty chat, chitty chitty ching, ching, bang bang. Hi. Hello. Once again. We're still here. So did, we're, we're here. We are here. That's what's so weird because we save our chit chat for the end where most podcasts do at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like we've been, we have pent up energy. Yes, because we like say we see each other's face from the very beginning, but then we have to wait. And there's a million things I want to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you start? How was your family party? My family Christmas was good. It was chaotic, as expected, because we have a very large family. My mom, my mom is so funny because she wants to add up how many like descendants, how many. Or in our oh, family, wow. just from her and my dad. So um, we came to the number now of 44 people, including <laughs> oh kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, step-kids, step-grand, like, or step-grandkids. It's like 44 people. Now, not everyone can make it, but it was still about ha- at least half that. And so wow. it wow. was fun. It was busy. I was put in charge of games, which... Oh, boy. Well, yeah. What... That's a lot of work. That's a lot it, of work. I mean, it's fun, it, but... It's one of those things that I torture myself because I'll volunteer and then mm-hmm. get stressed out about it. And so it went well. Uh, the kids <laughs> had fun doing all the games. I mean, they're not kids anymore. I think the my sister's boyfriend's youngest is like seven. But other than that, it's... Babies. Like it's new all, babies. <laughs> oh, and then new, new babies that are less than a year yeah. old. And then the rest are teenagers. So it's it was just kind of... All over I just want to do games so they would get off their phones and have fun. Because, you know, yeah. teenagers, they're going to sit there on their TikToks and their whatever, and they're not going to socialize with anyone. So I just wanted something to get everyone moving 
And the, and the funniest um, part was is so I bought a bunch of like cheap dollar store gifts like candy and oh, like nothing, prizes. Prizes, yeah. So yeah. nothing like super expensive, but I bought a bunch of them. And the kids were the kids. I call them kids. The teens were like really <laughs> excited, of course. And there were some gay gifts in there, like deodorant and a pile of <laughs> plastic poop, and you know, good things like that. Well, so, Mindy, it is a you, toothbrush. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta gotta keep them on their toes. But at the very end, I had a few prizes left over, so I just off the cuff decided that we were gonna, they were gonna split into two into two teams, yes. and each team had to make a dramatic reenactment of the nativity scene. <laughs> for my parents and my parents the patriarch and the matriarch of the family were going to vote and my one niece is a theater major and so hers was very i would say more um biblically accurate <laughs> and very well thought out and then her twin was on the opposite team and she was more um entertainment value so and they very did. different performances. Mm-hmm. And and they can I, did. Can I? Yes. Can I guess? I have a feeling your parents went with the more biblically biblically accurate. Well, it ended version. up being a group vote, and <laughs> we ended. They ended up going with the the entertaining one, which uh, pissed oh! off the theater major. But I was going to say <laughs> yeah. that was probably she wasn't. Was uh, but the 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 entertaining one was they did it as Valley Girls. And so that is so creative. It was so funny. Um, this is a story of God. Welcome <laughs> to the story of God. <laughs> and so there was n- totally no room at the end. Oh my God, Joseph, Cut let's it. keep going. That is exactly how it came out, and it was a hilarity ensued. I bet you guys were all dying, just dying. So it was fun and crazy. As always, and it went too fast. You know, I, I I just want more time with my family, yeah. and so it just goes so fast in one day. Aww. But other than that, it was good. That's so sweet. You got a good time. But I'm let me just give you, you one more thing before I ask you how your week was. I just have to say this because when I went up for um, a break, when we took our break, my wonderful husband, <laughs> Mark, is making ramen for dinner, and it smells <sighs> goddamn delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so after we after we are done recording this episode, I'm gonna go gorge a bunch of ramen. <sighs> so Mindy's basically so, saying, "Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up let's so I can go eat my Christmas going. ramen." No, it smells so good. I that am starving. Amazing. Yeah. I'm really hungry tonight, but what I will be having is a ham sandwich because that's what's in my fridge, and I need to well, go grocery shopping. I do like ham. I do Wait, like ham sandwich, but that's I don't have are you like ham anything. To it? Oh, ham cuffed? Don't. No, boo. It's gonna be good and delicious, though. Mm. Well, I also had a very raucous night on Saturday while you were having your raucous party. Yes. Only mine was only three people, so I don't know how it got so out Crazy. of control yeah so quickly but it was great just a couple of girlfriends and i were doing like a, just a small gift exchange but Fun. we got very drunk very quickly and there was a lot of screaming and oh, it no. was really funny because we were waiting for my one friend to show up and she was a couple hours late and we're just like so we're drinking and <laughs> i don't drinking. know how you'd be a couple hours late well, she was had family plans and got oh, stuck like sure. at a family thing. 
And we were in touch. Like, it wasn't like she was just leaving us. um, (laughs) But all of a sudden, the door opened, and my other friend and I screamed because we were so excited. (laughs) And here, it's my brother, and he's just like, take it back because the door opens and people are just screaming. Your brother Brett got invited to girls' night. No, he just stopped over. He was out, like, kind of like running in. Crashed girls' night. But he just brought he brought food though, so we oh, were like totally um, invited. Come on, and he didn't. He he stayed a little while, you know, yeah. while we were opening. Pre- he's like, I couldn't take it anymore. Everyone would open a present and scream, and then hug, and then kiss, and <laughs> yes, then be taking cry, their sh- shirts off. To oh, try you were. On. Oh, oh. To, I'm like, whoa, we like, were tr- drinking. No. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but to try, like, I got pajama pants, oh, so I took fun. my pants yeah. off, you know. Of so it was like. Poor Brett, I just look over and he's, oh yeah, I mean, and it's not like anything's going to offend him, you know, and so he's just sitting there shaking his head and eventually, eventually he left. Then it's getting, I don't know what time, it's like around two and we are still drinking and then my one friend, her boyfriend and one of his buddies show up and so it's like getting crazy again because now there's boys involved again and my one friend, again, just kept screaming. I'm like, I live in a townhouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we were did all, the cop show I mean. Up? Did you choke no. hold a cop? Oh. I did. I was arrested. <laughs> I would have been the one bailing you out. I think I would have known about I that. I know. Thank you. You'd be my first call. I know I would. <laughs> You're one and only call, <laughs> like Mindy. Met the county jail. In, in Dubuque, I, I choked a cop. a cop. <laughs> I choked a cop. Punched a cop in the dick. <laughs> oh. I'm in big trouble. Deserve it. <laughs> so it was like 4.30 the last time I looked at oh the clock. Oh, my lordy. I don't even remember yeah. the last time I stayed up till 4.30. Usually well, sometimes I, I wake kept, up at 4.30. I kept saying that in my head. I kept going, I haven't been out this late, like, without being out, like, partying, out, out, you know, yes, like, going out, out. Like, I'm like, not just in my house, but, I mean, that just is a testament. We just had a great time. <laughs> and that perhaps Cameron? a Brooks fun night. <laughs> yeah, say. yeah. Oh, so you had anyway. some fun times. Got some gifts. You I did good fun. Oh uh, yeah, so it was a good time. Yay! Well, Brooke, that is wrapping up an episode for tonight. You can get to your ham sandwich. <laughs> I'll get and to my ramen. ramen. Oh, it's gonna be delicious. Mm. I cannot wait. Um, but before we take off, we want you to do us a, one favor, and that's to tell your bestie about the show. You can tell your best friend. You can tell that handsome man with a dad bod that mm. just gets you all mm. hot and going. Mm. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell dad bod about the podcast. Tell dad bod about the pod. <laughs> tell dad, dad bod about the pod, totally. Or tell that teacher, instead of, instead of apologizing... Tell that crazy bitch teacher you ain't apologizing for shit. But good. In the meantime, listen to this podcast as you yeah. be angry and all your bitchiness. Just tell one person. <laughs> Maybe make that your New Year's resolution. Just your yes. New Year's resolution is to tell one person about the podcast this week. And then you could just check it off your list and be like, Ugh. done. I It's January 1st. I'm already done. Just one recommendation from you, and we would love you and appreciate you for the rest of 2024. Ah, that's such a nice, nice offer. (laughs) You're done. Your your soul has been fulfilled. Done. And you can brag to everybody who fails their New Year's resolutions, (laughs) like most people do, and be like, 
I'm done with mine. I'm done. I completed it. It's awesome. Yep. 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 <laughs> well, Mindy, 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 Mindy. Darling. You know, until next week, I think we should cozy up, brew up some frog tea. Ooh, delicious. Mmm. Get the corn. corn on top. Yeah. That's how I mm. like it. And sweet, sweet dreams, dreams bitches. bitches. Frog tea. I mean, they, they, they live in the water. Why is it Makes milky me- and murky? <laughs> <laughs>